rising on an emerging generation of kings. It's with great joy that I'm here tonight. And in spite of the fact that I'm coming here for the first time, it doesn't feel like that. It feels very much at home. I mean, like home. I mean, there's no better word to describe it. Uh, you know, Pastor Dami is someone I've loved for years. Uh, you know, that's me. And of course, his beautiful wife. You know, pastors, they have a way of picking the best. Have you met my wife? Okay. You know what I'm talking about. He's, you know, you can't labor for God and just pick anything, you know. For, for God is not unrighteous to forget your, you know, as you are laboring, he, he, he keeps the best for you. Please, let me celebrate Pastor Tojo tonight. with you uh, you know I choose the places I go not out of pride and my decision is never influenced by the crowd to the glory of God I've seen it but there are places you just have to be and I'm not saying this to flatter I'm saying it because it is there's a place to be tonight There's a program I do every year, Grace Culture. Normally, I run it for eight hours. But one of the reasons why I decided to make it four hours today is because of this conference. You know, pastor wanted me to come on Sunday to round it up. I said, I wish I could make it, but there's no way because I've made proud. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to be in Nevada preaching for my pastor of 30 years. It's been, it's been my pastor since 1991. And he's still my pastor till date. I've never had any cause to upgrade. You know, foolishly, people have walked up to me and said, you know, you live in the U.S., you have contact to... And I'm looking at them, contact to what... Have you ever met somebody that, in the process of going through elementary school, secondary school, you know, encountering different teachers, he, he just went back home and said, Dad, I think the Lord is leading me to my physics teacher as my new dad. There are many people that will come into your life, that will excite you, that will tantalize you, that will, you know, do something unusual there's a route that you cannot afford to walk away from. So, because of that, you know, that's one of the reasons why I'm always in Nigeria every 
September, October. Because several years ago, he looked at me and said, you must preach in my convention every year. And the next thing coming out of my mouth is, yes, sir. So every year, I have an open invitation to preach in this convention. And this year, he insisted, you must close it for me. You must preach the last two days. I said, yes, sir. So I said, okay. But when Pastor Dapper, Damien, Damien reached out to me and said, I want you to be in our conference. I said, wow, Friday, I mean, Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Grace Culture. I said, can we do Friday? He said, why not? And I said, okay, Grace Culture, we compress it to four hours this year to be here tonight. It shows how important this conference is to me. was done with the conference, I should have gone home to change. But I said no. I told my PA to pack my clothes because, you know, Lagos, with the demonic traffic. So I said, <laughs> because I said, okay, let me hang around the neighborhood because I, I don't want to have to do any just bond to make the meeting. Because I remember a particular year I had to take a bike. You know, I look at my, my PA. I've done it like twice now. I still did it recently. I said, I'm getting out of this car. I said, sir, I said, I'm not going to say it twice. Before he knew it, I was out. I was waving down the bike. The protocol where I was supposed to preach, I passed by them. They did not recognize me. <laughs> because I'm a man on a mission. The mission is more important than, than the... the most important thing for me. So, so it's good to be here tonight. Thank you for the privilege. I consider myself blessed to be here. And I just know in my spirit that something amazing is happening in this place tonight. I, I sat down there and I, and I saw into the realm of the spirit. And what I saw is a root system. He said, you are in your root phase. And you know, in the root phase, God hides you. And he makes sure the right foundation is put in place underneath the ground. So that when it's time to shoot up, you have what it takes, a support system to go all the way to the heights he has for you. So God has been hiding you in the last four years. Because there is a next season. And I had in my spirit the next king. By the way of introduction, while standing up, open your Bibles to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 6. 16. The next king. The next king. For Samuel chapter 16 I'm, I'm, okay for Samuel chapter 16 from verse 1 it says now the Lord said to Samuel how long will you mourn for Saul sin I've rejected him from reigning over Israel through your horn with oil and go I'm sending you to Jesse the Bethlehemite for I've provided myself a king among his sons 
Samuel said, how can I go? It's all his. It will kill me. But the Lord said, take a ephah with you and say, I've come to sacrifice to the Lord. Then invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what you shall do. <laughs> you shall know it for me, the one I named to you. Is it not amazing that God sent Samuel out to go anoint the next king? And he would not even reveal to Samuel who the next king was. God has a way of hiding the next king. Not only was the next king unknown to Samuel, as prophetic as it was, he could not discern who the next king was up to the point that Eliab, who happens to be the firstborn, who looked like it. When he showed up in the house of Jesse, he said, this must be the next king. He was getting carried away. And God said, no, I've refused this one. I've rejected this one. If you read further down, you will see how Jesse line up seven out of eight of his songs. Why will you have eight songs and a prominent prophet in town says, I'm coming to anoint one of your songs and you will not even line up every of your songs. There was one that nobody was looking in his direction because he did not look like it. And yet he was the one. The next king. Samuel was literally getting frustrated. Because the first, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, even the seventh son were lined up. And none of them was it. The next king. Samuel had to cry out, Is this all you've got? And Jesus said, Now I remember. There remained the youngest who is with the sheep. And Samuel said, Bring him up. David was brought into the picture and the Lord said this is it Lord tonight breathe upon me to speak accurately precisely what you have for your people even as you take this ministry to the next phase help me to stare this vehicle in the right direction even as they move into this next next phase by your grace father we thank you for what you are ready to do for what you will do tonight in the name of jesus put your hands together for yourself and be seated let's get straight into the world this is going to be a prophetic moment it's going to be a kairos moment uh, by the way i was blessed by your song that was good. That was powerful. And that was not the first time I was hearing it. Okay. Especially the last one. You know. Okay. Pastor, Aaron is... I won't say more than that. We're tight. So there's nothing happening in Celebration Church that I don't know. So that was powerful. Very enough. Put your hands together for... Minister Oduayo, Abodeni Wright, Adebayo, sorry. God bless you, that was powerful. You may be seated. Thank you. So, 
the next king. Somebody say the next king. Come on, shout it loud and clear. Say the next king. Now, I haven't read 1 Samuel chapter 16. Can you move to uh, Romans chapter 5 and verse 17? The next king. Now, the story of David was a story of grace. Because what grace is all about is getting across to you what you don't deserve. What you have no hand, what you don't merit. What you are not qualified for. Romans chapter 5 verse 17 says, For if by one man's offense death reign, much more, Somebody say much more. more. Somebody shout much more. more. You know, for several years, I was frustrated with preachers that were always screaming about the mess that man has gotten himself into as a result of the first Adam. Not realizing that what the last Adam accomplished is literally much more. So why stick to the first Adam's mess when there's so much waiting for us? In the last Adam. So if not for Adam, we won't be in this mess. I don't know the mess you are in. Because I'm not in any mess. Is somebody listening? I'm not in any mess. How can I have the life of God and be in mess? I'm not messed up. Don't you ever say I'm not messed up? I'm not messed up. The Bible says that is joined with the Lord is one. One, not two spirits. So it's not like, oh, Jesus' spirit, the recreated human spirit. The recreated human spirit and Jesus' spirit are matched. The same way both of them are one. Mr. and Mrs. Jesus and the new creation. So if you say I'm a mess, that means Jesus is a mess. Mm, mm. I'm not a mess. If not for the mess of the first Adam, the last Adam neutralized the mess and took us far beyond the mess. Even where we are, Adam in Eden was not there. God had to come down in the cool of the day to fellowship with him. <laughs> but you and God are already one. Hey, he does not need to come down. <laughs> Much more, they who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness, we reign in life by or through one, Jesus Christ. So this, this is King's Conference and we're talking about the next king. The next king is going to reign through what? Abundance of grace and what? Of the gift of righteousness. In other words, what's going to make the next king is God's grace. The appreciation, the understanding, the revelation of God's grace. The embrace, you know, I was speaking for Pastor Koji last weekend. And, you know, I was supposed to be speaking to uh, people who feel close to the ministry and they're like, what do I need to do to prepare for ministry? And one of the things I had to talk about is you must understand your curriculum. Because sadly enough, a lot of people are in the New Testament, but yet they are using the old curriculum. Grace is not real to them. So all this grace preacher, if you're not a grace preacher, what are you? 
Hey, I'm a faith preacher. Ah, nothing can be more ignorant than that. Because faith simply exists because of grace. So that faith thing that you are shouting exists for grace. Because grace is a supply. And faith happens to be the tool with which you assess this. So there will not be faith if there's no grace. So what are you talking about? I live by faith. I'm a faith man. And you know what I realize? If you don't understand the dynamics of God's grace, you will turn faith to works. When's your birthday? When's your next birthday? 14th December, you know. Buy this man a card, 14th of December. Just kidding. Of course, maybe I'm just prophesying. Anyway, it comes 14th of December, and because I love him so much, so I said, okay, Toye, okay, I want to surprise you. So what car would you like to have 14th of December? I was just thinking of that. <laughs> a range. A range. Yes. Sports, Vera, Start with. <laughs> I like that. Okay, so towards his birthday, I went to the dealership. I said, I want to customize. I want you to customize a range sports for two years. You know that, and I know his favorite color. I said, Okay, we're gonna we get the interior, this particular color, the the uh, uh, exterior, this particular color, and you know, I mean, I made sure on the seventeenth or fourteenth of December, that car was delivered right in front of his house, and somebody knocks on his door. And says, Pastor Toby, I have a surprise for you. And he comes out, and there comes the khaki. Oh my God. And he says, Oh my God. What a surprise. And he reaches out and he collects the key. And now Pastor Toye goes to church the following day. Yesterday. I reached out and I received a Range Rover Sports. I released my faith. What he simply did was he collected the key, a gift that he did not work for. He knew nothing about the arrangements. It was just the, it was just humble enough. That's the key word. Humble enough to receive it. And listen, one of the greatest lessons I've learned about faith for, for years now is the humility to receive. Which is the major component of faith. It gives grace to the humble. So when you are talking about receiving skills, a major component of that receiving skill has to do to do to do with humility. Are you humble enough to just say, "I receive it"? And how can you call that or make so much work out of that? The seven steps to receiving. How many steps did you take? Maybe, you know, the bar, the bell rang. I stood up from my bed. I walked towards my door. I opened the front door. I came downstairs. 
I went, I walked towards the door and I opened the door that leads outside and I looked out. That's like five steps, right? Can you see how we can make so much work out of simply receiving? He came to his own and his own received him not, period. But for as many as receiving, he gave the power to become. The people that became, the only thing they did right was they received. And here he says, those who receive, do I have receivers in the house? I mean, your pastor is a great preacher. I'm not as great as him. Come on, but, but I'm here to prophesy over somebody. Come on, am I speaking to receivers here? Because something is about to land on you in this. Oh, Makata, shut about. After this 40 year celebration, you are. Matter five is the number of grace. I, I see somebody crossing over into a new season. A new season of outstanding, mind blowing. The kind of grace that will make you want to weep because you can understand why now, why are things jamming together at the same time? And God says, all you will have to do is receive. Your name might not be on the list. It's just like David's name, not on the list of Jesse. Oh, <laughs> even the prophet, as anointed as he was, could not discern it that the best king is with the sheep. And yet, that was the plan. And God says, "By grace, I'm about to pick you from the back of the of the road, from from nowhere. You are not even on the list. You don't make the list. And yet, God says, you are the candidate. I said, the grace of God picking you up in this season and make and turning you." to something that is beyond you. Somebody shout, I receive. I receive. I receive. Greatness is not a function of effort. I didn't say you should be lazy. But it's not primarily effort. The race is not for the swift. The battle is not for the strong. Hey. I love what Paul said in First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 10. He said, I am what I am. You know, there's made in China. There's made in UK. There's made in Tokyo. There's made, made in Abba. But the best product is made by grace. I am what I am. I'm a grace product by the grace of God. He said the grace which was what? Look at me. He said the grace towards me was not in vain. But I labored more. Can you see? Labored, I mean grace does not make you lazy. In fact, it makes you to labor more. Grace drives you into a productivity, a productive capacity beyond your comprehension. He said, I labor more abundantly. So the reason why I was able to labor was because grace was my fuel. He said, I labor more abundantly than they all, yet not I. He said, don't, don't be, don't, don't, don't let the labor confuse you. Because on the surface, it looks like my labor. But, but not I. I know it's, this cannot be me. There is a force. Be, I'm prophesying over King's people today. 
that you are coming into a season that the grace of God will begin to drive you into a new level of productivity. Mind-blowing results everywhere. And people are like, what's happening? I see people following you to church. Because, I mean, you will become a sign and a wonder around them. And they will say, come on, tell us our secrets. It's our church. I'm coming with you. I have a gentleman under my mentorship in Chicago. He's a sign and a wonder. This gentleman joined church two years ago. Broke, busted. He was so broke that he was wearing a pink jacket. Not because he was trying to be fashionable, but because he, that was the only thing good layers is on. He was broke. And he, came, he said, the first time I stepped into the parking lot of the church and I saw the cars, I said, I belong here. <laughs> Smart boy. Even before he entered the church, he said, he said, the parking lot made the statement, this is our church. I still remember that day he sat down. No, I was not even in that service. It was the second service I met him later on. He didn't even have a proper job. He had just had this job that maybe give her eight hours a week. Imagine eight hours a week. Everything was down. Nothing was working. But you know, I did a prosperity masterclass last month. Guess who sat with me? This young man. Because for the last four months, he's been doing at least $120,000 a month. <laughs> and this the grace we're talking about is, is a multi-dimensional grace yes, sir. Yes, sir. not only that he's been married for 10 years and the wife had never been pregnant a day as I'm speaking to you the wife is pregnant the wife is not only pregnant she's pregnant with twins a boy and a girl just called me yesterday he said daddy I'm closing my house by second week of October and the young man will tell you he said it has nothing to do with me he said the same thing that is bringing more than $20,000 a month I've tried it before and it brought nothing just two weeks ago he got a warehouse a huge warehouse I still remember the day he came to my house. He brought, he brought the car that I just brought, a huge truck. He brought it to me. He said, he said can, you, can you dedicate it? And as I was dedicating it, I saw a huge warehouse. That was two months ago. And I said, I saw a warehouse. And two weeks ago, he said, as I was walking to the warehouse, I remember that word. Ladies and gentlemen, grace is real. He said, they reign through abundance of grace. They, <laughs> much more, they which receive abundance of grace and the gifts of righteousness reign. Reign. Kings, where are you? Kings, where are you? I'm looking for the next king. Kings, where are you? You have just... 
you have just stepped into a I feel an anointing tonight you have just stepped into a new territory the things you have tried before that did not work by the influence of grace I see you laboring in those things and grace will begin to make it to work on unusually standing before you tonight is a product of grace if somebody says grace is not real give them my phone number say, let them call me and I will tell you how <laughs> I remember several years ago the Lord spoke to me he said the same way I've anointed you to preach the gospel I put grace on you for money. I said, ah, it's confusing. Preach gospel, money. So for years, I shied away from it. Then after a while, I repented. I said, okay, let's do it. I was humble enough after a while. I said, okay, let's do it. Grace is real. I would be in mission, running crazy schedule, and I would be closing deals. An example in the last three days, at least it's not a lot. I've closed at least forty thousand dollars. No, sorry, take it back. Don't want to lie in the house of God. If not forty dollars, it's about it's about fifty thousand dollars because forty thousand dollars would be a lie. Just obeying God, preaching. because it's about Jesus it's just to let you know that this thing is real just receiving receiving are you ready to receive tonight just receiving and it says it's abundant abundant of grace and the gift of righteousness is that the rain grace for grace grace for grace grace for grace. You may be seated. Please sit down. I know this is going to be a strange meeting. I just want to prophesy. I just, I'm opening the conference. I mean, grace speakers are coming after me. They will preach better. They will teach better. But let me just say a few things that will change your life. Something that will make you to remember me forever. I don't know if you will like that. That strange man that came from Chicago, Matusokuru Manaya, an unconventional preacher. But something was deposited on me. I sense somebody's going to have such a testimony tonight. Something unusual will follow you after tonight. Makatusekiata. You begin to attract new dimensions of opportunities. Your name will show up in strange places. And people will wonder, how did you submit bid? Can you imagine winning contrast that you did not submit bid for? <laughs> and they say, we just want to let you know that you want the beat. I say, which beat? <laughs> Grace is real. Grace is real. I remember the very first time I, I preached in India. It was a strange invitation. They reached out to me from India and said, uh, we'd like you to come and preach. 
and it was not just some small hot churches in India it's the biggest church in uh, what's the name of the city Bangladesh ba- ba- I'm even forgetting listen I'm talking about over 30,000 member church and the pastor reached out to me and said we saw you in a vision and the Lord said our next level is in your hand I did not even have 30,000 I didn't even have 3,000 member church in Chicago then you into the place and look at look at the way they were following me all over the place because he said the Lord told us your next level and you know that was not the first time it will happen it happened also in Philippines I remember the last just before just before uh, the pandemic I was in Estonia preaching to all the churches in Estonia they gathered together it was so strange because I've traveled a lot, but I've never seen a country like Estonia. I was there for four days camp meeting, and I did not see another black person. I remember I was preaching to all the church, all the charismatic churches in Estonia. In fact, as I was leaving Estonia, I was looking around. I just want to look somebody. I just want to see somebody that will look like me, and nobody looked like me. I said, okay. I've seen doors open that you cannot explain. When you tell people it's God, they will think like, mm, you are just making it up. When people say, we need you, you must come. I've seen it in ministry. I've seen it, you know, I have a multi-dimension grace. I've seen it in business. I own at least three companies. At least. And doors open. People say, okay, we want to do something with you. Okay, okay, okay. And before you know it, people you don't, they have never met you before are wiring money into your account. Are you not even scared? What if I decide to scam you? over you that in the next one year oh my God you are in a season of receiving can you imagine literally waking up every day and say I receive <laughs> I receive and you can be Oliver Twist is allowed I receive <laughs> I receive <laughs> after all he said his abundance of grace his grace that can never run out his grace that is beyond demand I receive 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 any receiver in the house You know, my last trip to the country, which was May. Did we see? Yes, we saw. We saw in May. We saw in May, you know, next conference. You know, during that conference, one, one of my pastors said, Oh, yeah, Pastor, I just moved into a new, a new, a new house. Uh, I would like you to come around. I said, Okay, I'll come around. I can't even remember. Was it the one that invited me or I invited myself? Because when it comes to my children, I don't need invitation. I invite myself. I don't form. 
So I said, I'm coming to see your house. Or maybe you invited me, but at least I know I wanted to go. I wasn't forced to go. And thank God I went. So when my protocol drove me into this estate, heaven is my witness. It just felt different. I said, I like this estate. I said, I like it. I said, I like it. I said, I like it. So I prayed. I prayed very hurried prayer because I like the estate. I looked around. I said, show me around. Have you ever walked into a place and it just clicks? I was talking to Flourish yesterday. I was telling me how he got the properties in Lekki. He said, I said, Pastor, I was just driving by and I saw it. And it felt like mine. And I walked to the owner. I said, I want this. Can you imagine talking to a property owner? He said, I want this. He said, ah, I'm not talking about leasing it. He said, I want it. So he said, how much do you make in a year? He said, I want to buy you off. Because I don't want to lease it from you. I will be the one. That will be that we own it. To cut the long story short, you know that is still just just with me. So I walked around. I said, How much are houses there? And he told me. And as of that time, it's not like I had a lot of naira in my account because I have not transferred money. And you know, for for the longest time, my naira account, I just use it to to do charity, which is my life anyway. So it was not like I had a lot of naira in my naira account. I said, Okay. He said, Pastor, they can work out a two years, you know, deal with you. And I said, okay. So I said, I signed it. Just like joke, like joke. And I made my mind. I said, not a dime will be transferred from America to pay for this house. Remember, I don't live here. And I flew out. The long and the short of the story. That's it. I came from that house. There is no hard currency. There was no conversion. Nothing was converted. Everything came out of this land. Because something was working. The grace is real. Are you listening to me? Grace is what? Real. You sit, 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 sit. Let me see if I can touch. Let me see. Because there's something strong in this atmosphere. Let me see if I can teach. But if I'm not supposed to teach, I will not try to teach. I will just proclaim over you. I declare the next 365 days will be a season of unusual receiving. Father, we thank you. I repeat, the next 365 days will be a season of unusual receiving. I see grace speaking for you everywhere. The next king by grace. His name was on Jesus, was not on Jesus' list, and yet God says he's the next king. What about this? They were going to war in the next chapter for Samuel chapter 17. They took the first, the second, and the third brother. In fact, he was too far from the list that they could not even have considered him. And they went to war only to be embarrassed for days by Goliath. But there was a grace on David.
your pastor said activated i was like this man is reading my notes because the lord spoke to me he said this is a season of activation i speak as a prophet for the office <laughs> there's some things you are still healing now but as far as God is concerned it's done it's done I'm done with Saul I'm done with Saul I'm done with Saul and you are still healing there I'm done I'm done I'm all ready for the next king. And this next king is not coming in by qualification. He might not have the muscles of Eliab. He might not be built like Clay Eliab. But God says that's not what I'm looking for. But I'm looking for somebody who has been prepared by grace. So here was David in the battlefront, not as a member of the of the army, but rather he was there to bring supplies, opportunities. I don't know who I'm talking to right now. Opportunities. You came into that office just for a lower position. But God is saying you are the next empty. You are the next empty. They don't know it. They said, David, can you, can you bring the supplies? And there's something about the audacity of these kings. Hey, man. David was humble but yet audacious. Can you imagine they asked you to bring supplies and you had the audacity to say well, what is going to be done for anyone that brings out this, yes. this mess of a person called Goliath. Makatu Shotoboku Akataya. Something rose within him. He felt the opportunity. He sensed the opportunity. This is my opportunity. I had the Lord say, sense, tell somebody tonight, be sensitive because there are going to be opportunities all over the place. Don't ever say it's not for me. Who told you? It might seem as if you don't have the qualification, but grace is your qualification. You have been activated. Oil had been poured on him in 1 Samuel chapter 16, and he felt the pull of the Spirit. This is my opportunity. Oh, come on, what's the, what's the arrangement? What shall be done to the person that bring down this mess of a person called Goliath? And they were saying, okay, okay. The king said, we do this and we do that. And Eliab rose up. There will always be Eliabs. What's wrong with you? You're full of pride. If there's anybody that has pride, it's Eliab. It was the one that God rejected. And God resists the proud. Are you not supposed to be with those sheep? But what they did not realize that the greatest lessons are with the sheep. They consider being with the sheep a relegated place. 
but the greatest lessons are what with the sheep there are a bunch of things that David learned with the sheep look at all the Psalms he wrote about the sheep he said we are the sheep of his pasture the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he said when I was with the sheep the lion came the bear came he was being groomed being trained with the sheep and they thought nothing was happening with the sheep you know a few weeks ago I did a little study about the sheep you know the sheep they are some weird animals most animals have some form of defense mechanism sheep are defenseless sheep are helpless now if you flip a sheep upside down and put his back on the ground it will remain like that the shepherd will have to come back and turn it around nothing to defend themselves most animals are built with the capacity to carry something a sheep cannot carry anything and he says we are the sheep of his pasture don't carry bodies You are not built to carry it. One of the things I learned studying about sheep is the fact that the most developed aspect in the in the in the configuration of a sheep is his hearing capacity, his ability to pick the voice of the shepherd, even from a long far direction. He picks it up. God was done with Saul who didn't know how to follow him so he kept David with the sheep training him on how to be a sheep so that he can be the shepherd some of you are going through some trainings now and it does not look like it but God is giving you the best training of your life You are fighting lions, you are fighting bears and nobody knows about it with the sheep. And nobody sees it. But everyone says that's the best preparation for the next king. The boy only had a sling and a few stones. And here was he talking to a giant. Who are you to defile the army of Israel? What an audacity. Goliath was hungry. Is this a joke? Is this Nollywood? Can't you even see the, 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 the person holding my 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 my, uh, my armor? Say so you come to me with a sword and a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of Israel. The next king. Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit. He said they, they did not gain the possession of the land by their sword. But it was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your countenance. Because you favor them. Psalms 44, verse 3. The next king. Where the next king? Come on. Can you show up yourself? We are the next king. Because the next 365 days are going to be mind-blowing. You will literally see grace working for you. You'll be like, 
Oh my God, grace is working. I'm following. Grace is working. Grace is opening doors. It's opening that door. It's opening this door. And you just follow like a sheep. Like a sheep. Like a sheep. Grace is walking. Abundance of grace. Grace is waiting on you. Will you be humble enough to receive? Come unto me, O ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You know, rest is the meeting point of faith and grace. Says from your labor. In two different places, Jesus was going to fill the multitude. Five thousand men, not counting the women and the kids. And you know the first thing he asked them to do? He said, Sit down. I can't bring your provision while you are standing. A lot of us are standing in our minds. Where's the breakthrough coming from? What's a seat? Have you noticed that most of the miracles that Jesus did on his on earth were done on Sabbath day? <laughs> Say, I walk better when men rest. Somebody's thinking, I did this, I need that. You know, for years now. My wife, have, my wife and I have been thinking about, oh, our kids going to college, you know, we're going to save up. And I can imagine everyone was just like, oh yeah, keep on planning. Keep on planning. Now we were really ready. But God said, you will not have to spend your money. The first thing, they slashed the fear. And we're like, oh, that's good, that's good. And the next thing, like two days before resumption, just to inform you, there's an adjustment. But that, the adjustment was full right I, said, well, I like that adjustment and that taught me a lesson a bunch of things you are preparing for and God is saying you will not even need it Hallelujah. you're all over the place planning strategizing and grace is saying I got you I got you no, no, somebody's planning his wedding and is thinking, I need this, I need that. Calm down, rest. Rest is the meeting point of faith and grace. Boom. They meet, boom, they kiss, boom. And the supply is always more than the demand. The sacrifice is more than the penalty. Jesus was offered on the cross. And all the indignation of God, all the wrath of God was poured into his body and he absorbed it. And because it was an overpayment, he was still there and there was no more wrath. Third day he rose up. It is finished. Ladies and gentlemen, Walk into your new day, said the Lord of the Spirit. Says the Spirit of the Lord. It's a new day. It's a new day. There will be supernatural openings everywhere. I will give you opportunities beyond your wildest imagination. I will send men and women to you from far places. They will hear your names. Grace will be working for you, opening doors for you. It's a season of grace. 
Kings is a season of grace. I came to prophesy tonight. It's a season of grace. Walk into your abundance through grace. Matter. Dominate through grace. Take over the city by grace. The best products are made by grace. I receive grace. Add it to your confession on a daily basis. I receive grace. It's because it says those that reign are the people that receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. <laughs> it's a gift. <laughs> you don't work for a gift. Hey, you've been made right. Just stay that. Like, stay like that and keep on receiving abundance of grace. I receive. I receive. I receive. And before you know it, things will be happening. Doors will be opening. You know, when people ask me about how do you do it? You're in America. You're planting churches in Africa. How do you do it? Hallelujah. I'm not doing anything. And grace is leading me. Thank God your life is here. He knows the whole story. Even his ordination was forcefully. <laughs> I forcefully ordained him. As of the day he was to be ordained, he walked into the lounge while the service was going. I said, eh, Daddy, can, can we not do the ordination? I said, Shall I get out of my place right now? Out of my face. If I open my eyes and you are still here, out. So it was like this. And I just walked into the auditorium. And when it was his turn, I just bow face. Next, the red is prophesied. Kneel down. And against his will, I poured oil. <laughs> Why? Because I was in Chicago a few months before then. God had just given us this amazing place, the Apostolic Place. 15 minutes from downtown, you know, massive edifice, beautiful. And we were so excited, praising God for the provision. And in the midst of the rejoicing, the Lord spoke to me. He said, do you know they got, you got this facility because they, the previous owner, lost a generation. He said, do you know 40 years ago, they were the biggest ministry in this neighborhood. The man was on TV, was on radio. They had a big church. He said, do you know the facility was paid for? They, it's not like they were doing any, anything, so, so to say. He said, but they were so much into themselves that they forgot the next generation. He said, 40 years after, the man is in his 80s, and there was nobody to take it to the next level. So I had to give you. I said, oh my God. What are you trying to say? He said, go back to Nigeria, where you started, and prepare a generation for me. I said, Lord, what are you saying? He said, go start a new movement. He said, it's not a youth church. It's a church that is deliberate about the new generation. And in that vision, I saw him. I said, okay. I've never seen any model like this. The closest to it was what Pastor Tonerapu did. But it's still different. At least it was still the model parish of Redeemed Christian Church. I said, this one. say a totally new movement. Can I be a general of of two different movements. <laughs> okay, people always have always said I'm strange, so let's do it again. That's my reputation. I've been strange for a long time. So okay, there's no point trying to revise my profile. Let me remain strange. So I called my senior pastors in Lagos and I'm going to do it. They cancelled me. 
They were against it. He said, that's why you are not the apostle. It's above your pay grades. I do not confer with flesh and blood. Is it because I'm telling you? Am I asking for your advice? I'm informing you. We are doing it. Even the person that was supposed to lead it was like, he said, let's start the work without ordination. It's like David telling Samuel, ah, ah, do you have to pour it? I will be the next king. Then can, he, can I just do it? So I said, come on, my friends. Kneel down. You are the... And the next day or so, I left. And the rest is history. Grace. 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 When grace opens the door, no one can close it. When grace is leading the way, no one can stop you unmerited favor and it says you are in a season of abundance of it showing grace showing up everywhere multi-dimension multi-dimension grace it's not just going to be one-faced grace multi-dimension different Bala. can I keep on prophesying tonight as people are getting married people are starting new businesses Matosho, Papala, people are getting new jobs. Things are just happening everywhere, popping. Now, I had a lot say, you see, this is things are just going to be popping. Pop, 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 pop. At the same time, pa, 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 pa. Go, grace showing up. I had a lot, in fact, I saw it. I saw the dark cloud shifting. This walk we prosper. And the Lord told me, he said, you are moving into a new season when people will be showing up and you will not even be able to explain how they got to know about you. People will walk in into this house supernaturally. It's going to be like, what's going on here? Is grace showing up. Lift up your hands, everybody. Get on your feet. Apparently, I came to prophesy tonight, not to preach. Abundance of grace. Abundance of grace. Kings reigning through grace. Activated. Activated to reign. The grace of God at work everywhere. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Come on, are you ready for the next level? We are the next kings tonight. You're going to be showing up everywhere. As a prophetic voice over this land. I stand to declare by the spirit of God. That a new season has come. To this assignment. From tonight. A season of abundance has begun. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Things opening up. Things popping up everywhere. By the grace of God. Wave your hands to heaven. Matter should up up up.
I had a song in my spirit. spoke to me, he said, you have come into a season of songs and worship. He said there are going to be songs everywhere. Songs, new songs. <laughs> new songs everywhere. It's a season of songs and worship. He said there will be services that you will come and you will not be able to preach because it's a season of songs and worship. So we will say, ah, why do we sing that much in that church? Because it's a season of songs and worship. You are singing, there will be grace manifesting everywhere. The works of God being done everywhere. Miracles everywhere. Things popping up everywhere. It's a season of songs and worship. Said, that's the season, don't fight it. He said, There will be days that you even feel bad. I'm a preacher, I can teach. Why would not let me teach or preach? But it's a season of songs and worship. Say, Don't fight it, it's the season. And I heard the Lord says, as, as you are singing, as you are worshiping, I will be doing walks, walks everywhere. I'll be walking on your behalf. Miracles will be breaking out. People will be having outstanding testimonies. They will be changing jobs. There will be shiftings everywhere in the atmosphere. It's a season of songs and worship. Don't fight it. That's what the season is all about. New songs. Just new songs. <laughs> new songs. Just new songs everywhere. Songs and worship. Hey. Who goes to war with songs and worship? A smart man. Songs of the Lord everywhere. Is the season. Is the season. 
Are you ready for this new season? Is an, and the Lord saying, he said, this church is a prophetic church. He said, that's why your ways will not be conventional. Your operation will not be traditional. He said, there are things that you will do based by the images and the models I give to you in the spirit. He said, you build according to what I show you not what you see others doing mantu kurubu kude giata kriala manta katusa kata manta saba he said and this spiritual house will be built like that and men will go strong a mighty man will come out of this house like the mighty men of David and they will go into the different spaces mantaba and they will move mountains Nakataya kata. He said there will not be men that will walk at the ankle level or the knee level or the waist level, but there will be men that we operate in the river. <laughs> we river that water that cannot be crossed, and wherever they touch, there will be life. Rivers, I see rivers coming out of this place. Rivers coming out of this place. Touching every space, touching every territory, touching every kingdom, touching every mountain. Rivers, 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 rivers. It's a new season. It's a season of the spirits. It's a season of grace. It's a season of new songs and worship. They just he said there will be meetings. I saw in the realm of this. He said there's spirit, there's a beating that 75% of the congregation will be lying flat, prostrate. He said it's okay. He said when the flow is on, don't cut it. Mato, he said, when the flow is on, shut down the timer. Mato soto pro. I just flow by the spirit, flow by the spirit. He said, as that is going on, he said there will be supernatural operations taking place in individuals. Manta secretary, there will be impartations that cannot be measured by any human standards taking place in those meetings. It's a new season. There will be transformation. There will be mato kru manaya keasa tabak water. balakata. He said, in those encounters, is a time will be shortened. Listen to this. Is that things that are not supposed to normally take you years will be compressed to this? There will be supernatural speed on common workings of the Almighty. Are you ready for your new day? I said, Are you ready for your new day? It's a new day. We have moved. A new season. So now that the, the root is in place, it's time to shoot. It's time to sprout. It's time to take over. It's time to extend and express. Enlarge your coasts for a new season is here, said the Spirit of the Lord. Where are the new kings? The next king, where are they?
such an anointing. Can I pray for the sick? It's okay. Is, is anybody here you believe in God for healing of any sort? Minor or major? Can you come forward, please? I guess so, so, Can our music minister come help me? Come, can you help me sing? You are good. You are kind. You are more than this. all over this place wow 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 they're doing the work there's somebody here you had pain on the left part of your mouth something like a gear so it has been fixed you have one you have yours is right but let me find out is anybody that has some let can come wow 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 wait wait Ooh. can you check it now Is it still there? It's gone. Wait, wait. Wow. I kid you not. You know, when that's and you are next. Okay. Check it now. So longer there. Okay. Okay. Listen. Listen, there's somebody here. You have this knee pain. Let is you okay? Come, come. Wait, can you take three steps forward? One, two, three. Check it. Do something rigorous. How is it? I feel like very light. Feel like very light. Is it still painful? No, it's gone. Okay. Now, listen, there's somebody for... Okay. There's somebody here. For a little bit, you've been having this interesting condition of... There, there are times you're in a room and you feel dizzy. You feel like 
it's like your orientation is messed up and you know it's like you lose concentration who's the person is it, you okay wait it's an affliction close your eyes it's your mom okay is there anybody here you say you have this okay come don't worry it will extend to your mom too wow that's it that's it close your eyes in the ooh. that's it does it does it does it does it in the name in the name of Jesus I rebuke that affliction does it I break your hold of her life be loose now does it does it does it you're free you're free you're free you're free you're free you're free never again never again never again never again never again does it is done there's somebody here, your left, your left arm around the elbow part. You will be having this painful sensation. In the name of Jesus, does it? Healing comes to you right now. Who is the person? Left arm, left arm to be precise. You'll be having this painful sensation. In the name of Jesus, I command your healing right now. Okay, let's discharge the rest of the people. Now, whatever is wrong with you, can you check it now? Is a command whatever you came out for check it now in the name of jesus there are angels all over this place fixing people right church check that back problem is gone yeah that chest problem is gone that growth disappears it dissolves uh-huh. in the name of jesus healing comes healing manifested right now chest who's that lady with who's, who's that lady with the chronic chest pain chronic chest pain who's the lady you have uh, is you in the name of Jesus, you two have a similar situation. Lay your hands on your chest. In the name of Jesus, I demand that you are healed. In the name of Jesus. Okay, I need to get out of this place quickly. Okay, what, what did you come out for? Chest pain. Is it still there? It's gone. What about you? Is it gone? Or it's gone. What about you? You had a growth. What kind of growth? Can you lower the music, please? Thank you. Fibroid? Where? Oh, yeah, lay your hands on it. Fibroid is a simple thing. In the name of Jesus, I demand the fibroid to disappear. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Just close your eyes. The workings are going on. What about you? Waist pain. Your Your waist pain. Is it still there? Check it, check it, check it. Bend down, bend down, bend down. Bend down. Is this still there? A little pain. A little pain. I feel a little pain. Yeah. A little pain. Okay. Don't worry. It will go now. We'll, we'll see. Now, check it. How is it now? I feel a little bit free. A little bit free. You should not feel a little bit. Bend down very well. I don't like a little bit. Stand up. How is it now? Bend down. Okay. How is it now? How is it? Do it faster. How is it? How is it? How is it? How is it? Is it still there? It's not there. It's gone. Okay. Discharge. What about you? I have back pain during back my period. During your period. In the name of Jesus, it will never come back again. Gone. Discharge. What about you? It's in the back. Okay. Okay. Stop it there. Stop it there. I felt an angel touching you right now. Okay. Now check it. 
Oof. That's it. Yeah, you know, there are times the pain just reduced. Now bend down, bend down, bend down, bend down. Now rise up. Any pain? Bend down, rise up, <laughs> bend down, rise up. He's gone. Okay, discharge. Okay, what about you? Where is it? In the name of Jesus. God. Now, who's the person with left ear problem? Left ear problem. Left ear problem. Left ear problem. Who's the person with left ear problem? Left ear problem. Okay, it's you. Stand. Stand. Wow. Touch it. Let's get it done once and all. In the name of Jesus. Ooh. 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 Loosed. Ooh. Loosed. 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 Wow. Come here. Come, come closer. Look at me. Do you feel different? What do you feel? It's sound now. The sound now. You are not hearing any sound? Yes, yes sir. Yes. Oh, you can hear sound now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In your left ear. For how long? For oh, several months now. Several months. But you can hear sound now. So restore. Discharge. Wow. How about you? In the name of Jesus, I speak to your upper respiratory tract. Matuso, fixed, fixed. It's fixed. It's your discharge. What about you? Losing strength in the name of Jesus. It's called the spirit of infirmity. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke the spirit of infirmity. Never again. Let her go now. Let her go now. Let her go now. Just Never again. Spirit of infirmity, you are gone never again in the name of jesus there's still another lady with a back pain you are wondering lord won't you touch me it's you come here come here come here closer 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 in the name of jesus wow i had the lord saying faster than you can imagine now check it check it check it check your back i can't feel it anymore it's gone okay, okay. wow there's 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 wow the miracles are running faster. There's somebody, your matter, specifically is the left part of your chest. You're a guy. The left part of your chest, a left part of your chest. You have, having, you have difficulty at times. You, when you breathe in, you feel it. Who's the person? Can you come forward? Left part of your chest is you. Come here. And there is a tire. You have been disappointed. A quite you know you, you have you are you're always always full of ideas you have so many ideas and you have tried several things and you have made disappointments and you're like wondering what am i going to break through i need this who is that it's you okay yeah right in the name of jesus wow check it now Check it. Breathe, breathe fast. Breathe. Do, do any whatever you, you, you. That's it. Do you notice anything? Yeah, fine. It's gone. Eh, discharged. I had the Lord say, "Daughter, weep no more." The story has changed. <laughs> God told me. He said, "Declare thirty days of rejoicing." Today is October first. So the rest of this month is rejoicing. It's not complaining. Rejoicing. Rejoicing. Is that rejoice like you already have it? Because you already have it. So in the name of Jesus, I declare grace on you. Grace to prevail, to triumph. Now, there's another person. You have this throat infection. Coughing. At times it seems that it has gone. Then it comes back. Like, what kind of this, I mean, embarrassment is this? Coughing in public places. Coughing in meetings. Who is the person? 
is you okay in the name of oh my god in the name of jesus does it does it never again your throat is cleared and healing comes to you in the name of jesus i rebuke that spirit of infirmity and i say never again never again in the name of jesus i release you into healing power oh does it does it does it does it does it discharged okay okay this is interesting there's another lady with back problem you are still feeling here you're like god why not me back problem there's, a, there's still a lady with back problem i felt it there's still a lady with back problem okay you know god is amazing he just want to make sure everybody's healed tonight don't you love that i remember i was in i was in i'm trying to remember wait wait you two have back don't worry I, I was in this city i'm trying to remember it's italy a couple of years ago maybe like eight years ago what's the name of the it's, juventus is in what city Turin, torino i was yeah and it was a crusade i've never seen it like that before in that meeting every saved person got saved somebody say how did you know everybody was speaking in tongues at the end of the meeting not only that there was not a single sick person left in that meeting it was for hours it was all saved all healed all baptized in the holy ghost Hallelujah. and i love it when the power of god showed up like that all healed all saved what about this all prosperous <laughs> I just saw into the realm of the spirit right now and I saw angels distributing money. I'm serious. Heaven is my witness. If I are you, I will get up and begin to rejoice like I'm catching mine. I see angels distributing money. God told me, say, it's a season of opportunities. It's a season of divine opportunities. Mark my words, in the next seven days, some unusual manifestations will happen. People will call you from nowhere. They will ask for your bank account. They will transfer money to people that have been owing you for so long. They will remember to pay you. Contracts that you applied for, they will send for you and make sure you are paid on time. Somebody reach out. Jesus. Okay. Look at me, both of you. You came to be brave for over your back. Check it now. It's fine. What about you? It's fine. Discharge. Can we just laugh and rejoice in the Holy Ghost? You are not rejoicing. Lord, I speak as a prophet of God. He said, There has been stirring up of revivers in this nation for about a year now, but there's a new wave coming. Mark my word, I speak as a prophet of God, is a wave of joy. Oh, you didn't hear me? I say, It's a wave of joy. Hey, can somebody just reach out?
I see people rejoicing and as they are rejoicing, their backing accounts are getting filled. Hey. I see people rejoicing all of a sudden. It seems everybody wants to marry you. Ah, ah, ah. You didn't see me all this way, but now you see me. I see, mark my words. Mark my word. I see people rejoicing and job opportunities are showing up everywhere. This company wants you. That company wants you. I see people rejoicing and it's like the old world wants to give you contracts. One more time, reach out! So a joke song. They go let Tommy canana na pido. They go let panana be a tanate. Akaba poro pondi da mandi kikanando. They anana pie paradikusunde tetu. So 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 it's the life of God. Aya. Eko no no. Eko no mana no no. Akoro kire. Dia pora. I gave you a foundation in the supernatural and I took you through a season of exposing you to leadership. He said, this season, he <laughs> said, you will matuso find expression in your roots which is supernatural. And what you've learned in leadership, we have this place but supernatural will be the call. If we have his place, but supernatural will be called. Lift up your hands. There's such an anointing here. Hey, there's something. There's something about this atmosphere. Destinies are being born. Companies are being born tonight. Whatever you have locked up in your inside, I speak as an apostle of the Lord Jesus. I pull it out right now. Your generation must hear you. Yes. You must not die on hearts. Ah. Just let us start from Zoe. Zoe, come on. Zoe, Zoe. Zoe. 
generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.